Sports and the Thrive15.com World Headquarters. Let's go! Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and the Forest Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year in your ear, Clay Clark. It's the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Three, two, one. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Guess who is back in the room? It is the man with the plan, the co-host with the mo-host, a guy who's helping Tulsa see 2020 for over 25 years. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and make some cheers for Dr. Robert Zellner. Sir, welcome back. Man, you Oh, wait, that's that's me cheering. It's so good to be back, Clay, I can honestly say. You know, I was in the nation's... I was like forces... I was in the nation's capital. In the capital. In the capital. Talking to people. Uh, and Jenny and I, we walked around. Jenny. Jenny. Uh, no. Um, but uh, it's so good to be back. And, and I can honestly say this. From man to man. Man to man. Bro to bro. Bro to bro. Dude to dude. Dude to dude. I missed you. Oh, nice, nice. Words of affirmation. That's you know, I will say this. This is the one thing that I, I enjoy, Thrivers, about uh, one, being on the radio show with you, and then two, having Dr. Z on the show. The, the one thing is like I have found that the older I get and the more success I've had in businesses, the less um, tolerance sometimes I have for like lack of work ethic, lack of a grind, lack of ambition. But also the more empathy. It's like a dual personality where I understand what it's like. I came from that. I understand what it means to like not be motivated and to not have a name, not have a mission. And then I also like I, it's hard for me to sometimes tolerate people that don't have a plan or don't have a goal or don't have a vision. And so having Dr. Z on the show, it's fun because he is where I want to be. And hopefully for you, Thrive Nation, we are getting to where you want to be. And the whole idea is you want to kind of mentor the next group. And so it's been great because uh, I looked up to you and my wife was working there you know, for you as the front desk uh, lady, front desk person, and then eventually the, the test prepper. And it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's just an honor to have you on the show. I can't believe it's like a unicorn trapped inside the box. I mean, have you ever thought about the fact that you are here two hours a week uh, or two hours, two hours per day, uh, five days a week, and you're probably not anywhere else. Two hours, you know. What I mean, you know what I'm saying. You, you've all your different businesses. You're everywhere, yeah. but you yeah. are here two hours a day. And I just want to say thank you. I'm sure someone else w- wants to say thank you too. But have you ever thought about that? Two hours a day, my man. Two. Uh, wow, that's that's. Uh, people are going two hours. That's nothing. I'm here eight hours a day. <laughs> no. get away at this job. No, but you're. No, that's the thing about it is it is a commitment. But I do love it. And what I really love is when we get the wins, when we get the success stories, when people actually put into. Um, they actually apply the the principles that we teach, the the practical steps we give them on the show. I have two success stories for you I want to give Ooh, you. Ooh, I love it. I One love is it. Dr. J, not the guy. We have Chris Bryan on the show, financial uh, consultant here, financial planner. And I know when I say Dr. J, Chris, you might be thinking like, you mean the guy with the amazing dunking skills? Not that the Dr. Alley J. Uper, the Ali This is an actual doctor, Dr. J. Schroeder out there. And uh, he is in Tennessee. And he is just has grown his chiropractic practice by leaps and bounds. Great things are happening for him. And we had a thriver I just talked to up in New York City who has a real estate business, and she said her sales are up 30% since March, and we're now in uh, almost July. So March, April, May, June, July. I mean, it's unbelievable that the, the, the wins when you apply the proven systems. And Z, we're talking about today a concept that uh, I think a lot of people aren't comfortable with. It could get weird. could get a little weird. It's called the no zone. The <gasps> what? Art whoa, 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 time out. Time out. Got excited. Sorry. No. 
I no. thought we were all about yes on this show. Well. Yes to success. Yes to thriving. Yes to making all your dreams come through. Yes to starting and growing a business. In order to say yes to the things that matter, in order to say yes to your passion, yes. you've got to say no to the oh. distraction. Oh. And so... Here we go. So that's so the art of rhyming. No, I know. I think about it all the time. I just that's all I do, all I do is I think about rhyming. That's why you rhyme because you think about it all the time. That's exactly it. That is my you deal. Just come up with a line. Now the art of saying no. Eight powerful, notable quotables about saying no. We're gonna break them down. Now, Chris Bryan, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you hard with this first notable quotable. Okay, and you 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 you. I want to hear your your take because you've had a, a lot of success as a financial planner. You know your aim. You know your mission. You're a man of ambition. Here we go. Learn to say no to the good. So that you can say yes to the best. John Maxwell, former pastor turned bestselling author. Why, did, why, why do all the listeners have to say no to good to say yes to the best? How, how does that work? Well, every phase of life you go through, you've got no's and, and yeses that you've got to manage. If you don't manage your no's, your yeses are going to have no effect. Mm. Ah, wow. Oh, well, oh, Z, are you getting, you're playing some U2 here. You're well, getting excited. I, I mean, you're I trying got, to rekindle the romance of your, got, your Pittsburgh I, I, concert. I know. Yes, I just can't get enough of U2. Actually, I hit a button wrong. Oh, all right. Okay, so here, so this is this is something I want to put in your mind here, Thrive Nation. Um, my son is absolutely obsessed with landscaping, and I am obsessed with my son. My daughter is obsessed with chickens, and I'm obsessed with my daughter. So last night, this property we just got across the street. The neighbors have chickens. Is it is it final? Did you sign? You signed off on, or are you still in negotiations? It's a deal where we put the earnest deposit. We've signed everything. Everything everything will happen unless there's like a unicorn. Like my wife's already bought tile. We're redecorating. It's oh wow! Sort of closing yeah. day. Well, she's already bought tile. It's a done deal. Yeah, go. it's a yeah. thing. It's a thing. So you know, and so my son wanted to mow a path through because it's overgrown field. It used to be probably. Uh, maybe a cornfield or some kind of crop we grow here in Oklahoma. But there's about 18 acres there, and my son wanted to, to make sure that he could you know, make a path. So I walked through it with a rake with the four, with the four daughters, and he's mowing behind us once I give him the clear. And he mowed oh, this yeah. path. It's awesome. Oh, All the way yeah. around the property. Oh, yeah. And then my daughter wanted to feed the neighboring chickens because she believes that they may help our chickens produce other chickens. Aha! So that's the so that's how we spend our time. And in my mind, honestly, for, for personal life, that's the best. I mean, just watching the kids... Uh, run through a, the field and breaking your the field, land, looking for rocks, bonding with your land. Bonding. I, mean, that. I was whispering. I was walking up Z to to the fields, just whispering into the. It's good to see you talking to the trees. Well, you know, to quote a famous movie, a man ain't no man unless he's got himself some land. Oh, and so like that. That to me was like the best. Now I want to tell you some things I said no. Uh, no two to make that possible. And here, here's just a couple. Um, we had a, a wonderful person who reached out to me and asked me to um, speak at a, at, a, at a local little place here. It's a local little trade organization. And uh, I am speaking. What was the group that you spoke to that I'm going to have the honor to speak to here soon? It's on, the, it's on my calendar. You spoke, focal Point. It's a focal, focal Point. point. Yeah. Focal Point. So I am speaking to Focal Point, but I turned down a couple things over the weekend, and then I had one that was yesterday. I, I turned that down. It's not, just said it's not a good fit because I know that my family's that priority. Could you maybe tell the thrivers out there, Z, from your perspective, where do you see people getting that wrong? Where do you see people making compromises and loading up their schedule with things that aren't the best and kind of, you know, getting pulled off their mission a little bit? Well, what happens is, you know, you have to be a little purposeful about it. You were able to do that with your kids, something you really enjoyed doing, because you did say no to other things. And that's what you find a lot of times. People are like, 
I don't have time. And you're like, well, what are you doing with your time? And a lot of the time, they don't have time because they're not being purposeful. They're not scheduling. They're not following our proven method of time management, which right. we actually teach at our in-person workshop. We teach it on Thrive15.com. You're welcome. And what happens is, is they let other people fill their schedule. Mm. In other words, if you don't know how to say no, then you're basically letting other people fill your calendar and your schedule. Now, I would like for you to share your favorite show. And Chris, feel free to chime in if you want to as well. Because of all the shows that you like, maybe your favorite, where you go, you know, if I have three or four hours, I want to binge watch. The, the whole, you just love it. What's, what's maybe a show or two that you really are into online show? <gasps> what is it? What is it? July 16th. July 16th. Of the year of our Lord, 2017. 7-7-17-T. Is season seven. Seven, 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 seven. Of GOT. GOT. Game of Thrones. You like that? I DVR'd and I have a little watch parties and I'm a, I'm a geek, I'm into it. Now HBO's kind of made a little, you know, it could have been PG 13. Some of the shows are a little, you know, R rated, but I still, I really like it. I like George Martin, who wrote them. I read the books and I, I enjoy that genre of, uh, of show. So that's one thing that. But you turn down other things for that thing. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, I make sure that that's on the plan. You have July 16th, which is up in a couple weeks. Uh, it's going to be on Sunday nights, and I'll have the usual guys over to my house, and uh, we will have a little watch party, and it'll be a lot of fun. Now, and I, there's yeah. only one rule. One rule. What's that? While the show's on. No phones? Well, no, no phones. No politics? <laughs> no talking. No talking, so yeah. yeah. No yeah. Talk, No question asking. Hey, Greg, no would you like a nice warm glass Billy, was he, what, what happened on the last show? Because I thought that guy died. Hey, like, let me get you a nice cool glass of shut up. Yeah, I got, well, I got, something, in my, I got something in my pocket. It's called Zip Up. <laughs> zip it up. Zippy long stocking. Yeah, zip, it, zip it good. Zip it good. <laughs> right. When we zip it. Zip it good. Zip it. Now, now wait, I want to ask is Chris, do you have a show or, or, or a pastime, maybe a hobby, something that you make time for that's maybe not business, but something you go, that's important to me. That's something I'm into. Yeah, I mean, I go, I go train. I'm, and most people don't know that I'm a, I'm a federal firearms dealer on the side, but I, it's a hobby of mine. So, you run so guns? you're an arms dealer. You're, I am you're an arms a gun dealer. runner. I am wow. An arms wow. What kind uh, of, what, wow. So you, you, you make time, though, for this. This is I something do. you do. I do. I do training uh, several times. A guy by the name of Marshall Luton, which is a Tulsa police officer. And if you're listening, Marshall, we love you. Um, but I've done some training with him, and, and he's phenomenal. Um, but I, I try to set aside time to go train with him, and, and uh, of course, do some training. So how do you own. train? How do you train to be a gun runner? I mean, what's the, <laughs> what's the training for that? You just run. Apparently, yeah, you, you just, just run with guns. You just run with guns. Don't look yeah. back, Millet. Don't look back. Just, just run. squeeze it off rounds as I'm running. Yeah, I'm a gun right. runner. That's right. Now, yeah. okay. So here, here, just an example, Travers. I'm trying to encourage you to be. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to Absolutely. schedule time for what matters. And I'll just give you an example from from my life that you might think is crazy. I have to know every day on Patriots.com anything that has happened. I, I have to know. See, I feel like if my knowledge of the of the, the, the team dynamic is going to help and just give us that competitive edge. I've never been called upon to make a decision. No one ever asks me about a draft pick, but I, I think it's 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 fascinating for me, and I love to see the team come together. And here's the new news for the Patriots. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Bill Belichick believes they can do running back by committee this year. So he's going to give e every guy basically essentially equal carries, and they're just going to never be tired and just be relentless because he thinks like that might take the edge off of Brady a little bit. So they've got these running backs, and they, he won't say which one, but he keeps talking about we're just going to do committee, we're going to do committee, and it doesn't matter. So it's going to be like this. You bring in the fresh legs, he runs the ball, next guy, boom, 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 and it's going to be a whole different thing because trying, they're trying to find ways to give Brady some more longevity. 
There's yeah. also rumors of him maybe not playing the fourth quarter if they're up by more than seven. Give Garoppolo reps. It's just kind of this whole – it's a Steve Young, Joe Montana thing where they're developing Steve Young, Joe Montana. And unlike Joe Montana, who wanted to always play, Brady's wanting to kind of develop this guy, wanting to kind of see him mature, and he also wants to play more. So they're kind of figuring out that dynamic, and it's just neat to see it. And I'm, I am pumped up, man. It's, it's oh, awesome. Oh yeah, it's so exciting. I it tell is you what, great. So so exciting. Now, Thrive get a Na- Patriot update. Thank you. Thank you're, you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> now, you. now, Thrivers, here's the thing. The, the next notable quotable about saying no. The next notable quotable is what you don't do determines what you can do. What you don't do determines what you can do. Now, this is from Tim Ferriss, best-selling author, author of The 4-Hour Workweek, one of the top podcasters on the planet, and a venture capitalist. So, see, when you hear that phrase, what you don't do determines what you can do, what, is, what does that mean to you? Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to what I just said a minute ago, and that is, is who's going to fill up your calendar? Who is going to tell you what you're doing tomorrow, this weekend? What do you got going on this weekend, folks? Um, and who decided that? Did you say no to stuff so you could say yes to what you wanted to do? I mean, and that's, that's the thing about it. I love Tim Ferriss, and I love his book, For Our Work Week. Yeah. And the story behind it is really cool. When we come back, we're going to talk to you about the Tim Ferriss story and how this oh, guy— Oh, you're not going to tell you before the break? Well, we have, when we come back, I mean, we can't do it. We, you know, before, when we come, we can't, can't do it now. See, we've got some bills to pay, and many of us oh, want to yeah. go to Oklahoma Joe's and buy some baked beans. Oh, those I, burnt ends are the best. I've done the math, and I realize it's not mathematically possible to get there and back before we come back, but I'm going to try. And it doesn't matter what kind of traffic violations. I'm willing to sacrifice my, my body, my time, and, and not the lives of thrivers. I'll drive in the shoulder. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go there mentally. In my imagination, I'm going to be there eating burnt ends and baked beans. And Thrivers, I encourage you to go to thrivetimeshow.com and book your tickets for our next in-person business coach workshop. It's a game changer and a mind expander. Stay tuned. I am the most humblest. Chose myself because I'm at the peak of where my humble gets. Started from the bottom, but now I'm at the top. Listing all the things that my humble self bought. I bought chickens and trees and rabbits and cats. I bought my wife a massage. At the mall, I could nap. I bought car insurance so I could insure my car. Pondered that all week so deep I'm bizarre. So ladies and gentlemen, I introduce myself. Number one business coach helping to build wealth so pale it's surreal but for real i'm so pale causing jealousy from kevin McHale. and now more from a man who's never been called beautiful your host clay clark <laughs> Z, Z, oh, that, that is fantastic most humble chicken and trees <laughs> <laughs> rabbits and cats <laughs> i do what i please oh man that the the, the, the you know the rabbits are now 19 dollars at atwoods I'm just telling you. And they had one that I almost bought this weekend that's almost human. Uh, Chris, have you ever bought a rabbit for your kids? Uh, no. There's a brown there's a brown rabbit right now at, at Atwoods, the one in Broken Arrow by Lynn Lane. I'm sure he's been purchased, but he is, I would, I would call him almost human. So the other the other rabbits are hiding. They're trying to kind of take cover. They're, it's a huge. Think about the proportion of a, of a rabbit to a human. I mean, it's like a sixteen foot tall man. I mean, if you were a man and you saw a rabbit, you'd be like a maybe a twenty foot tall man. I mean, the, the, the proportions out of control. So this most of the rabbits are going. 
we have to hide. That's a 25-foot something. He's 20 times our size. You know, This rabbit, though, stands up. He stands up and he looks to the left, to the right, almost to invite you into his fellowship. Oh, he's up to something. And he stands he's, up. You like, realize he's up to like something. A, like a groundhog. Yeah. And I'm like, Mr. Rabbit, because none of them do this. How are you doing, buddy? And I like pet him, and he doesn't move. He like likes it. He like starts to kind of lean. Is in he like alive? A, he's like a cat. He wants to lean in. No, he's. I mean, this guy. He almost had me at at. at and he can't say hello, but he almost had me at first sight. Well, wait a second. So, uh, okay, he's probably like you said, probably gone. A yeah. cat. I mean, a cat. A rabbit with that much personality is not going to stick around for very long. Yeah. Obviously. So why didn't you purchase him? Because I have two rabbits right now. My wife, she's sort of, sort of like the governor on my animal purchases. Yeah. So typically, I'll tell Vanessa like she'll say, "Baby, you're not." going to come back with an animal. And I'm like, I would not come back with an animal. We have the 40 chickens. I don't need any more. I mean, we have two geese right now. We got the two rabbits. We have ra- you know, we have these cats. W- what could I possibly and she's like, what could possibly interest me? And then me? I go and I see this rabbit, the human rabbit. And I'm like, this guy, he's got to come home. And I I I I I still have a sense of longing. But I told the rabbit no mentally. I think he understood. So what is I was he saying. a habit or a rumen? He could be like a rumen, like a like a combo. This guy, I mean, I, and I'm not really into the. I don't know enough about the rabbit culture yet. You apparently know more than I do about the rabbit culture and the. Well, I've the, lived. I've lived longer. Okay, well, I'm these rabbits. Kidding. I'm just saying he is a great rabbit, and I just, you know, I just it's a thing where we. I just I, I see. I almost pulled the trigger there, but yeah. because I'm so humble, I didn't want to have too many rabbits. Well, I think, you know, anytime you have less rabbits than you have number of children, you are in the safe rabbit zone. I would, <laughs> okay. not, I would not call you a rabbit hoarder as long as you have less rabbits and children. I mean, that's, and that's scientific. That's right sort of there. a life rule. That's, that's a, it's a life rule I live by. It was the 11th commandment. It was left off the tablet. They couldn't quite well, turn it on he, there. He ran yeah. out of space. The kerning was off. It was a heavy tablet. <laughs> <laughs> is, your, is your wife anything like my wife that the, the videos on Facebook of yes. fainting goats are absolutely captivating? And No, f- fainting goats, cats, a snuggling, you know, any type of a cat picture at all. A dog. I mean, any of those kind of animal, like a, like a, like a dog that befriends a cat. <laughs> or rides around on it. Right, exactly. That's the stuff she's into. Now, we're talking today, Thrivers, about the no zone. The art of saying no to a lot of things so you can say yes to the life you want. So, Z, we talked about what you don't do determines what you can do. That's a quote from Tim Ferriss. What you don't do determines what you can do. Now, his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, is powerful. And it, his idea that he could become a best-selling author with no previous book writing experience is a pretty big, bold move there. But what he did is he decided, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it happen. So he actually ran ads for different book titles, and the one that got the most clicks the, of all the book ideas he had was the four-hour so cool. work week. That is just so cool. Think so, about it. You know, I wanna, And what he did, I mean, a lot of people come up to us and say, I want to start a business. I don't know what to do. And, and what we do is say, find a problem. Find a problem that needs fixing and focus on that and come up with a fixable way to, I mean, come up with a fix that problem, make money on it, and you can have a business. And he realized that time management was something a lot of people struggle with. So he, he comes up with these book titles, you know, about the f- use your time wisely, how to be a millionaire with your time, whatever. And four-hour work week is the time that gets the most clicks. So he uh, basically decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going I'm, I'm to write the book. And well, you say, well, how does a 21-year-old, 22-year-old uh, Princeton college student write a, a book like that? Well, he said, you know, you read 10 books on the subject and you paraphrase it. 
And that's your book. Boom. So he writes the book, gets the book done, and then he goes out and gets some endorsements from Phil Town, the New York Times bestselling author, a few other bigger names. And next thing you know, he sells that four-hour work week. I mean, he hustles, and he's gone on to be a successful venture capitalist. But he says, what you don't do determines what you can do. Z, what are some things maybe that you don't do? But that maybe, you know, you see other people do, and you're like, if you wouldn't do that, because you know you're 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 the kind of guy who doesn't interrupt people and say, "Hey, buddy, this is what you shouldn't be doing." I mean, you're you're not going to be the, the the teacher unless the student is ready, right? I mean, the thing about it is, I think for me, the biggest thing I don't do is all these uh, rando meetings. Everybody wants to have a meeting with me, you know, whether they're trying to sell, whether they're trying to guide, whether they're trying to befriend. You know, I mean, whatever their motivation is, everybody wants to have a, a meeting. Hey, can we, can I have a meeting? Just, you know, just a little bit of your time. And you know, like I think, six well, hours. I, think, I think that you've trained your mind to, to hear it this way. When someone says, uh, Z, do you want to have a meeting? This is what Dr. Robert Zellner hears. Do you want to have a beating, a flogging? Do you want to have a death by meeting? Do you, you want, want to, be, to have your kidney removed with a dull spoon? Do you want to be shamelessly upsold a series of products that you do not want that you can have auto shipped to your house? Is that what you want? And you're like, well, yes, I don't know. yes, yes. I don't need two kidneys. I, mean, yes. I feel like that's how you yes. that's how you process that. So you're not a big, hey, let's meet for for lunch guy with randos, right? And the thing about it is, you know, some people. Uh, deserve my time and attention, and obviously I give it to those. Um, but I choose them, and then also I have other. You know, what I'll do is a lot of times people will try to get to me, and then I make them go through my gatekeepers, mm. and that usually kind of, you know, you give people enough hoops to jump through, and you don't have your meeting. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. You, you say yeah. stuff like, "Hey, if you'll have a business plan together, uh huh, and your bios, maybe your P and L from last year, we'll meet." So <laughs> the, what the P and L, the bio, and they go the P and L. What and you're like, you know, profit loss, and then you never see them again. Yeah, 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 exactly. But uh, <laughs> that's what you do, though. I see you do that's it. That's the move. And you that's just ask for basic stuff like a business plan typed out. Yeah, the profit and loss, and then it's just like, oh boy, that sounds a lot of work. I guess I'm not going to do it. Now I want to I want to ask you the same question here, Chris, because you're a financial planner mm-hmm. and you help people plan for their financial future. And when we come back, I want to really pick your brain about this because I think what you don't do with your money also determines what you can do with your money. You know, there's Ooh. a lot of people that you know, they're going, Ooh. you know, money, time. Well, you are getting deep today. Uh, well, I, I, I it's kind of a meta show. It's a show that's above. It's a show that it's a meta mm. show. It's a deep. We're mm. like on the deep end of the pool here today, folks. I have got my waiters on. Right. And I, I can stay afloat here. I'm going deep. It's, kind of, it's like we've climbed the mountain and you're sitting there in your cave and we finally got to you. Is that it? It, it, it is. And and see, when we get back, we'll go even deeper. But I, I this is a, this show all about saying no to the things you don't need to do so you can say yes to the things that you need to do. Saying no to the things that really aren't going to help you move closer to your goal so you can say yes to things that will get you closer to your goal. You know, you teach people this and that's why, just one of the reasons why you're the number one world's best business coach. And if you want to learn more about the Thrive Time in-person business coach workshops, go to thrivetimeshow.com Kaboom! You know, Dr. Z, even though Marvin Gaye's family was not a fan of Robin Thicke shamelessly taking the groove, the beat, the aura, the essence from Yeah, they got, got to give it up. on that deal, didn't they? I like that song, though. I'm glad he did it. Yeah. It's kind of like David Bowie. You know, he did the song Under Pressure. 
And then Vanilla Ice is like, he goes to court. You got to watch this on YouTube. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. But Vanilla Ice, he goes to court and they're like, did you copy the groove? And he's on the on the stand. He's going, I did not. And they play it for him. It's like, doom, 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 doom. And then he's like, what I did was, doom, 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 or whatever. He makes it slightly different. And they're like, you definitely. So he's settled. And you know, David Bowie got to be relevant again. Yeah. The grievances were aired. They were settled. He made some money. All I wonder well. how much he had to pay him. Uh, millions. But he got to keep more millions than he paid him. So it was a good deal. It's a good trade-off. Yeah, it was a trade-off. So Sometimes you have to slightly, you know, you know, you have to you pay pay a few fines along the way, Z. Yeah, you got to ask for forgiveness. And I, he, I wonder if he could have negotiated a better deal up front. That's the thing about it. I'm kind of wondering. You know, if he had, he had gone into it saying, hey, listen, I'm going to copy your doon doodle doon doodle doon doon I don't know if he could have got him on the phone, though. I mean, David Bowie is sort of a big deal in his mind. I mean, he was sort of a big deal. Okay, yeah. We're talking today about the no zone, the art of saying no. Eight powerful, notable quotables about saying no. You want to say no to things you don't have to do, so you can say yes to the things that you need to do. And we have Chris Bryan on the show, financial guru. We have Dr. Robert Zellner. And we have Supercat. Super, <laughs> Supercat. Supercat, welcome. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Clay? I'm doing great. Now, she's a graphic designer. She used to be a member of our team. Now she's out there taking over the universe, growing her graphic design firm. And so, Z, here we go with the third notable quotable. We need to learn the slow... We, we need to learn the slow yes and the quick no. One more time. We need to learn the slow yes and the quick no. Let's talk about... Warren Buffett here a little bit, saying that the slow, because, you know, yeah. what does that mean, the slow yes, Z? What does that mean? You think about it before you say yes. You ponder it. You know, you go, let me, let me think about that. You know, you don't just say, yeah, that sounds good. Um, you think about it, and then you you make sure it's going to fit into your calendar. You make sure you want to you know say yes to that commitment. A lot of times, saying yes to something means that you're also saying yes to maybe some other stuff that's going to come along with that. Now, Chris, so, now Chris, you're a financial planner, and I know you always encourage people to think slowly before saying yes to a financial commitment. Where do you see a lot of people get this wrong? If you could educate the city of Tulsa, you could say, "Hey, here's my little tip for you on big purchases. Here's my little tip for you on." Large investments. Here's my tip, because you help. Your goal is to help people get financial independence, financial freedom. Can you right. kind of educate Tulsa for anybody out there who's maybe got that quick trigger finger when it comes to buying big things? You know, the big thing that I would say, just from my own experience in business, is stay inside your wheelhouse. Oh, don't go jumping into something that you don't know anything about. Yeah, and go dump a bunch of money into it, thinking, well, this is going to be the best thing since sliced bread. Because when it's outside your wheelhouse, what ends up happening is you end up coming across these speed bumps that will slow you down so much that your primary focus, your primary job, or whatever it was, actually takes a hit. I'm going to write this down real quick here, so don't invest in Denari. <laughs> See if I can get a refund on that big Denari. Oh, no, it's going to take a big jump. It's taking a big jump. That's that's a life changer right stop there. Stop the auto shipping of Denari. Okay, step <laughs> one. Stop the auto Stop shipping. the auto shipping of the Akai berries. I, I uh, actually have a friend of mine that's got billions of dollars in Iraqi Denari. I'm oh, like, yeah. Man, I cannot believe it. He gave it as... as uh, as bonuses to his secretary, oh, a bunch yeah. of different stuff, oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so if it does turn around, they're all going to be millionaires, I guess. Yeah, but. I guess so. But uh, you probably <laughs> deal with a lot of Iraqi dinar because you're a guns runner, an arms dealer. We've already <laughs> ascertained, and from earlier in the show, if you missed it, you can always catch the podcast on ThriveTimeShow.com. Now, Kat, I want to ask you, because you are growing your graphic design business, mm -hmm. and uh, you obviously worked here in the dojo of Mojo. You were a great member of the team. 
what questions do you have for maybe Dr. Z about saying no oh, or wow. time management? Because, you know, you're, this is the hot seat. You can ask the Zohan any question possible about time management, any question at all, because he's, he's the master of it. I've never seen somebody better. Honestly, that is his superpower. Do you have any questions for him about time management? I sure do. Hey, uh, Dr. Z, I was just wondering, do you have sort of chunks during your day that you set aside and, and only work or only meet people? Is that something that you do or do you suggest? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have uh, different categories of the day. One of my favorites is the sleep category. <laughs> it's really fun. I like yeah. that one a lot. Well, sleeping uh, all the time. Sleep, just sleeping. No, no, you have to kind of, you know, I'll only meet from certain times to certain times. Uh, it's so funny. Someone will call me up and say, Hey man, could you do like a seven o'clock breakfast? Because you know I really need to, you know, run hey, some stuff bro, by you. Bro. I'm like, use me for breakfast. Heck bro. no, not even no, but heck no. You know, I am not the breakfast morning meeting dude. That's not <laughs> that's not my move. It's not my play. So you definitely have those times. You say, well, if you want to, you know, if you want my time, here it is. And then they either jump to that hoop or they don't. You know, and so you have to be you. You know, it's your day. You get to decide, right? Now, if you're selling and you're chasing. Sometimes you got to be a little bit more flexible, you know, when you when you're out there fishing for the big fish and you get him on the line, you know, you got to kind of maybe, you know, make sure and use the bait he wants. And if that's, can I can I pile on with a, a tough question for yeah, you? Yeah, please do. So you know, when she's talking about blocking out time, when you were first starting your optometry clinic, I mean, when you okay. were like, man, I've got yeah a lot of expenses, a lot of overhead, a lot of I need to do some selling. Yeah. What did your schedule look like? How many days a week were you working? I mean, just kind of walk us into the crucible. When, when I was started, you know, I was, I was working seven days a week. And, you know, obviously the nine to six was kind of the work day for me. So um, I would get up and spend some family time before that in the house. And then after six, I'd come home, spend a few hours with the family. And then it would be, you know, working on the business, you know, working on product stuff coming up, working on policies, working on uh, advertising, marketing. I, I really enjoyed that part of it. So that's something I did. And so I, my time was I'm, a, I'm more of a night owl where Clark's more of the morning lark, we'll call it. So he's the guy that's getting up at three and four in the morning. I'm the guy staying up till one, two you know, in the morning. So that was kind of my move to work on my business. And then every day was just the grind of, you know, getting there and, and working, you know. And so I remember back in the day. I would have this little pager, you know. Oh, page! You were you're a big deal because back in the day, cat. Do you did you ever cat? Have you ever seen a pager? Do you I, even know what a I pager have, is, cat? I have seen a pager. I know what a do, pager. Young kids. Do you remember when a phone used to plug into the wall, cat? I do. Yes, I remember. I'm so glad we, we have one. that connection. It was funny. Point. Okay. So so one night one night we're out on a on a double date, you know, with a friend and his girlfriend, and so and I had my little pager on. He goes, he goes, bro, really? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, uh, he goes, you're not even a real doctor. And you got a pager, like, you need a pager? I go, well, actually, this is for the, the babysitter. If she needs to get a hold right, of it, you yeah. know. So hey. just, it was kind of like, I'm like, dude, really? Will you call me out on a pager here at dinner? Really? <laughs> Supercat, I want to, what other questions do you have for Z? Because you're building your business. I mean, you're getting new clients all the time. People are starting mm -hmm. to refer each other. Good things are happening. You and your husband have the, the new house. The business is growing. Just a lot of great things are happening. What questions do you have as a young entrepreneur? Any question at all for Dr. Z? You're kind of going, gosh, I just, if I could ask the, because the thing is, Z's been through all of the scenarios. You say, this is the problem he's been through. it. What, what other questions would you have as an aspiring entrepreneur for, for Dr. Z? How do you get referrals? How do you get people to review you? And how do you get that that new business in by by getting the old people to to say, hey, this person is great. Oh, reviews, referrals, and word of mouth. Wow. Whoa, the Whoa. triple threat. Whoa. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we teach a lot of this in our in-person workshop, as you're well aware, and it's really fun. And I love the marketing and advertising, especially of, you know, a new business. 
And when we get back, I'm going to give you a couple, dare say a couple secret moves. Super moves. Like super moves. You know, like moves that you do will guarantee success. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm going to guarantee it to a certain, to maybe 87% certainty. Well, I tell you what, Thrive Nation, it's a mystical statistical. It's unbelievable. Now, my name is Clay Clark. You're listening to the Thrive Time Business Coach Radio Show. If you haven't bought your tickets yet, go to thrivetimeshow.com, and we will see you at our next in-person workshop, broadcasting live here from the left coast of the Arkansas River. Boom. Hello, Thrive Nation, and welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, the former USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, and a man who has more chickens and cats than you could possibly fathom. And inside the box that rocks, we have Dr. Robert Zellner. Sir, how are you? I am fantastic, Mr. Clay, and I'm glad to be back. I enjoy our nation's capital. And I had a great time there. Um, bro, for the American did you meet George Washington, bro? Dude, I did. Bro. He's so true. He didn't tell. He didn't say any lies, bro. Bro, it's so awesome, man. Did you see Abraham Lincoln's? Well, what's really cool is the whole Lincoln's. Yeah, the whole Lincoln. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a couple of them, bro. Man, awesome. So awesome. It's tall. Great. Um, what's really cool about DC is that, as you know, you'll have this really cool new building right next to this old historic kind of museum, and there's music, like a museum on every corner. There's yeah. like a historic building on every corner. And it's really kind of kind of charming. It's very it's very cool, you know, to walk around. It's the yin and, and the, the yang. The yin and the yang. It's the intern and the crusty congressman. A lot of military guys too. A lot it's of military a, guys. A lot walk of military around guys. A lot of short haircuts and buttoned up shirts and crisp walking. Okay, so before we went to the break, Supercat with Supercat Design was asking you. She was talking about how do you generate word of mouth referrals? Yep, how do you yep. get that momentum going, bro? Yeah. Well, okay, Cat. I got some questions for you. The name of your business. Supercat. And what all do you do in your business? Um, we do business coaching, graphic design, web design, um, and any kind of advertising or marketing that your business may need. Okay. And so for you, your number one person to go after is a small business person, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yep. Um, whether they've just started or whether they've been established, right? Mm -hmm. And you sell them a monthly package or how do you, or you kind of piecemeal it or what do you, what do you do? It depends on what the business needs. If they just need a website, we'll just do a website for them. But for most businesses, we find that they need ongoing marketing mm -hmm. and so they'll get a package of the go on retainer. Okay, so let's. I'm going to ask you another question. So, of this year's monthly, you're going to do so much. Don't don't give me a number. What percentage of that have you committed to put into advertising? Uh, about twenty percent. Very good. Wow, that is aggressive. Oh, oh super oh, winner, cat winner, aggressive. Dinner. Meow. Okay, so what is your three-legged marketing stool currently? We have got um, a sales professional who is making calls for us. Okay, and who is that? Who's this top Dream One Hundred? Who's who's this or this person? Who are they calling? Um, he, he's t calling a list of uh, people that I've given him. And how did you get that list? I went on to the Tulsa Chamber website and just grabbed a bunch wow, of people. Wow, it just didn't magically appear That's on your code desk? for working to deal with the Libyans. No, oh, there we go. Gave the Russians. Or the parts. Russians. The Russians. Yeah. The Russians hacked the entire World Wide Web and gave she you worked the, for the Russians. I get it now. Okay, <laughs> so that's one thing. So you have a cold caller. Yep. Fascinating. Number two, what's your second leg? We're working on SEO. Okay, and what does that look like? We've got uh, someone writing articles for us. Nice. Now, why would someone write an article for you? That seems weird. What? What? Well, it helps people to get to our website. It makes there you go. Now, come on, play with search, me here. Our search engine optimization is up, and uh, Google likes us. And good. What page are you on now for right, Tulsa? Right now, we're on four, I believe. Okay, and and it's a game changer when you get on one, folks. And so that's one of the, that's one of the things we teach you. 
is we'll actually run a free 37-point analysis of your website if you just info, if you just email us at info at thrive15.com. True. And then we can help you with some of the things you may not even know what's wrong with your website. Okay, so it's okay. Do an SEO. Very good. And your third leg is? Our third leg is uh, where we were running ads. Okay, and you're running ads on Facebook, on where? where? On Google. On, on the Google. This Google seems the to Google. be a big deal. I don't People know. People are starting to use the Google. Okay, so now you talked about how do you get all those people out there, your clients, being little soldiers for you, right? Yep. One of the things I found is paying them always helps. Yeah. Um, actually, you, you literally sit them down and say, listen, if you make me a referral, you know, I'll knock this much off your bill. If you make me a referral, I will mm. do this much time for you on your website. You know, it doesn't have to be cash. It can also be time or effort that you put into it. But, you know, it may sound silly, but you just buy them. You just absolutely. And professional sports teams are the are the most ruthless with this, or fit or gyms, like Lifetime Fitness. Really funny story. Oh yeah, tell it. A uh, good friend of mine uh, signed up for a membership, and he has never given out my cell phone to anybody for this kind of thing. And the sales rep says to him, "This is what he said. I'm sure he said. I'm sure he's kind of a beautiful man, kind of an in shape man, kind of a <laughs> illustrious man. Probably he's, wearing a lot of spandex. Yeah, a lot of shirts that repel sweat. They yes. hit the quickly with the sweat. Wicking it off. Wicking right. it off. So I'm dry just, fit. I'm sure here's the pitch, bro. Bro, you like it here at Lifetime Fitness, bro? You like you really the, fit well with the culture, bro. Here's the deal. We want to work with people like you. Yeah. So if you refer me, dude, I'll give you a performance fleece and two months free. And I know he got the fleece because I saw him. <laughs> and I said, hey, buddy, that's a nice fleece you have there. That's a nice fleece. How many referrals did you have to give out? And he goes, two. And Woo. I said, and was I one of those referrals? He goes, absolutely. Did you like it? I go, yes. And it was the second. So the thing was, I got a call from another rep at Lifetime who didn't know I was in the system yet, who also, another friend of mine also gave out my name for the fleece. So Lifetime, their whole strategy is to get their first 100 customers and then to work almost entirely off of referrals. I mean, it's, it's, it's intense. I mean, so that's a move. That's a, it's a proven system. It's a move. And whether you're giving out a fleece or you're giving out cash or you're giving out them services, you, know, you just sit down and say, hey, listen, you know, because usually birds of a feather run together. You know, the guys that are doing business are usually, you know, they, got, they know other people that are in business, right? And they have a, a network of, of people. And so that's a very good source of, and, and to buy them. I mean, you make the ask, but then you also have to be followed up to make sure you, you know, encourage them. And that's the best way to encourage them. Fleece, a fleece encourages them, right? A fleet, yeah, you don't want to fleece your customers. You want to give them a fleece. Ooh, look Ooh, at you. See, oh. Oh. Wordsmith. Different words. Different uses of the words Whoa. fleece. Anyway, I thought about that all week there, Thrivers. It's pretty impressive. Stick around here. Now, the next, the next thing I would say there, Kat, that I, I like to do with our businesses is I find that when you over-deliver, um, you really do ignite the law of reciprocity. People want to throw it back. When you throw them the football, typically they want to throw it back. When you throw them the boomerang, it comes back. And so as an example, um, I used to, almost in a way that I'm sure made people feel uncomfortable, but when they would book their <laughs> weddings with DJ Connection, after the wedding, I'd mail them a CD of all of the music that we played at the wedding, like all the main songs. Oh, that's nice. Highly illegal, but effective. Then I, <laughs> then I mailed them an Outback gift certificate, and on it I would write, hey, thank you for letting us spend, be a small part of your big night. Hopefully you have one more fun date night out on us. Then... On the third, I mean, this is like the, this is like first I got the CD, second I got the Outback. This is multiple weeks in a row. Then on the third week, I'd call them and go, "Hey guys, did you get the you know Outback? Whatever. Yeah. Hey, here's the deal. If you guys ever and know of anybody getting married, we'd love to work with them. Thank you so much. And I never asked directly like, who would you refer me to? But they'd always go, well, my friend, uh, and they were searching like, uh, Kevin, Billy, Billy is getting married to Lindsay. Let me give you that number. And they would just tee it up for me all the time. 
So that, that was kind hot of leads. That's hot sauce right that's there. That's hot sauce. So, Z, the law of reciprocity is the move I did. Any other tips you'd have to help Supercat create that momentum? Well, I mean, you said a couple of very, very foundationally wonderful things, and that is your commitment to spending money on advertising. So many people, you know, they start a business, they go, I can't afford to advertise. And I'm like, what? Well, we, you can't, what? Psh, psh. I'm I like, can't you, go for that. No, uh, no, uh, no, no can, can do. do. And I'm I like, can't. that's like, that's just crazy talk. That's like saying, well, I, you know, I can't afford the, the rent payment, but I'm going for it. I can't like, afford <laughs> pants, so I'm just showing up as is. <laughs> uh, <sorry>. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> as is, man. But you, th- that's one thing. Number two, I thought it was very foundationally wonderful that you knew your three-legged stools and people out there are kind of going, stool, I thought you were talking about advertising. Well, what happens is, is that that's what we teach here is you want to have at least three three areas that you're putting your money that way because you can't you have a crystal ball and you're not sure which one's going to get you the most return for your bang. You did a couple great things. You dug around to the through the, uh, the sources you had and got a good list of businesses. You're cold calling them. And now you, you need to make that ask. You know, like, like uh, Clay said, you need to make that ask. And th- what happens is it's really easy when you do over-deliver. And, and Clay, you said a lot right there. Because if you just wow them, then they're just going to be, they drink the Kool-Aid. You know, they drank the Kool-Aid. As so. an example, there's movies I've seen before. Like, I, I saw a movie years ago. And you guys probably remember that. But my, the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding. <laughs> yeah. It was oh, a movie yeah. I didn't expect anything out of. I just thought it's you know whatever. It's right. a guy from New uh, from uh, Did you have to go to the bathroom on that one or did you I know I didn't I did not fake a bathroom break for that one. But okay. I, uh, this guy from Insync you know I thought you know it's going to be whatever. And it was really good. And I, like millions of other people, thought, hey, that was a good movie. And you tell people, and it kind of becomes a cult following. And that's how that works. Now, Thrivers, I'm going to ask Z some tough questions about saying no, because we're going to transition in the second half of the show. We're going to get into some serious financial planning, Z. Saying no to the short term to say yes to the long-term success with Chris Bryant. So here's the tough question. Steve Jobs says, focus is about saying no. Focus is about saying no. Z, why is focus about saying no? What the heck was Steve Jobs talking about? Well, you got to keep your brain clear for the things you need to be thinking about. That's one of the things that I try to teach um, young people, young entrepreneurs, and that is that singular focus. And if you've got your brain filled up with a bunch of other stuff, you can't have singular focus on the thing that's most important. What's the most important thing for you today in your business? What is it? And, and Thrivers, I'm going to give you an example. Paul Graham, the uh, guy who started a Reddit, Dropbox, Airbnb, he has a notable quotable where he says, it's hard to have success with any business that you do not think about in the shower. Think about that for a second. So he's going, you, you're, you, you, your mind, you only have so many things you can think about. But if you're like right. getting ready for work and you go, oh, I had this idea. See, I do that every day with Elephant in the Room and Thrive. Every day I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a thing we need to add to the boom book. Oh, that's a, that's a thing we need to add to our conference. That's a thing because I think about it all the time. But you can't have too many things you're involved in like that or your brain will eventually explode. See? That's why you're a wonderful business coach. Now, when you think about that, does it make you happy? It does make me happy. You know that Bobby McFerrin, the author of this song, the, the artist, he makes me happy too. See, you make me happy. When you're back from Washington, D.C., out there, you know, it's tough. When, you're, when you're back, I mean, it makes me happy, Z. It's ecstasy when Z is next to me. My name is Clay Clark. You're listening to the Thrive Time Business Coach Radio Show. Stay tuned. I gotta take it to anywhere. Maybe we can make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Me, myself, I got nothing to lose 
Oh, Dr. Z. Oh, I love it. You are an incredible human, my friend. You are you are an incredible human, and you are back here from Washington, D.C., I heard. Yes, I was there all last week and uh, had a great time. I was at the American Optometric Association Convention, and... Um, they did a move that kind of irritated me a little what bit. What do they do? Do they, they push global warming scams on you? Was it a big <laughs> high-pressure, low-pressure, political, pseudo-political environment there with very religious debate? What happened? <laughs> it was a political, yeah, we had. No, what happened is, is, you know, you're there to get continuing education. We have to have 25 hours for the state of Oklahoma. Yeah. And every state's a little different in how many they have to have, but it's a, a good source of going to get continuing education, learning the new things and new techniques and new stuff in, in the biz. And um, so what they did is they... On Friday, they, you know, instead of going all day long, they stopped from three to six. They didn't have any hours, and then they oh. gave, and then you could go classes from six to midnight. And I'm like, what, 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 what? And then, but they from three to six, you know, they try to get everybody to go into the exhibit hall, and so I, as a, as a show of solidarity, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to go in there. You're not going in there. I'm not going in there. You're not going to go in because they are, they, you know, they're trying to force me into the exhibit hall. You know, which I and I get it, but I'm kind of going just you know, have the classes. I'll pop in there when I can if I want to, but this whole thing of you know just kind of kind of not offering the classes and and you know that's kind of the move now with these continuing education things. Is you know you have you offer an hour and then you don't, and then there's this dead hour in the middle of the day that you're like, what do I do? I guess I'll go in the exhibit hall and spend you know spend all this money on stuff I don't need. Did you find yourself going in there? I got upsold copious amounts of uh, no, glasses. No, no, I did. Did, I did, did you I did. auto ship contacts? No, but my daughter, <laughs> my daughter was there with me, you know, and so she's an, a doctor in my practice now, and she's like, "Dad, I'm going to go." And I said, "I said no." I felt Stay like Will, I felt like Will Ferrell. Let's all go streaking, and I'm around. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> everybody's showing solidarity. Nobody's going to the exhibit hall. I turn around, and, and my daughter and, and then Boat, Doctor Boat, right? They they went to the exhibit hall. So went boat went, the, my, the boat went with you. Boat went. Oh, it was an all star party. Son, my son, who was in optometry school, you know, he was out there with a bunch of his classmates. Well, too. you brought a bunch of whippersnappers. I mean, it was fun. Awesome. It was good, it was a good time. Okay. Yeah, it was like nice. a family reunion, all wrapped up into a convention. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, Thrive Nation, we're talking today not only about Washington D.C. optometry clinics, but we also are talking today about planning your financial future. We have Coach Calvert here with Score Basketball on the show, the and coach. we have the coach, and we have America's coach, and we have Chris Bryan here, leading financial expert. And Chris, you're giving away a copy of this book here today uh, called The Safe Money Book. Why, why should everybody get a copy of this book, my friend? You know, the basics is what we really need to learn. As a society, we just don't get taught it. We don't get taught how to balance a checkbook. We don't get taught how to do different things. But when it comes to actually investing your money, putting it on autopilot, making sure that you actually set things aside, and understanding the why behind what you're doing, this book gives you the basics. Okay, we're going to start here. I'm going to get kind of deep here, Z. You pull me out of the abyss of deepness. Okay, here we go. Deepness. So in March of 1933, 1933. Franklin, 1933. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt addressed Congress, and he says he asked for and received from Congress a bank holiday. The holiday allowed the United States Congress to install a series of guarantees in the banking industry in an attempt to restore the confidence with the American people. There was a, People were trying to pull all their money out of the banks. So the government's action created the Banking Act of 1933, which formed the FDIC. Now, the FDIC, for those of you who are not into this, who don't know what it is, basically on a very practical level, it's called the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. But basically, when you go to the bank now, your money is insured, I believe, Z, up to uh, $250,000. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Per account, yes. Per account. And so, Chris, um, apparently um, your money is semi-safe. If you put it in there, up to up to two hundred fifty thousand, it's safe. Yes. Why should we not put all of our money into a bank account and just put all of it there and just go with it? Why? Why, why do you recommend maybe diversifying a little bit? 
Well, there's a big word called arbitrage. Arbitrage? arbitrage uh, that is, is a big word. It is Whoa. a big word. Mm. Uh, it's very simple to understand. Let's just say you walk into your banker for $100,000. I'm going to buy a CD. CD. The CD's going to pay you. Let's say it. Is let's it like a Michael Bolton disc or what kind of CD are we talking yeah, about? It's yeah. an expensive certificate. Yeah, certificate of a deposit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, oh, 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 wow. yeah, yeah. Like I that, could see Michael Bolton. That totally explained edition. it all. I know. <laughs> okay. um, they're hard to get. So let's just say that, that we're going to get a, a, a great rate and they're going to give us 1% on our $100,000. Okay. So you're the math guy. 1% return. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, okay. All right. So they're giving us 1% return on our CD. Okay. Math's not ready yet. Okay. But so let me build this up a little bit. Oh, no, bit. no. Well, I mean, 1% so, of 100,000 to 1,000. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But what we're going to do is we're going to take, and we're going to go in, and, and that banker is going to loan three or four people a car loan for 25000 a piece. So let's say four people, 25000 but he's going to charge him 4.5% interest. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that okay. greedy little banker. Right. The greedy Making little banker. Making money with his money. Right. Making money exactly. with your yell money. So that money between the one percent he's paying for the guy in the CD, and the four point five that he's lending out is three and a half percent. He just made three and a half percent arbitrage, right? So and let me ask you this here, Coach Coach Calvert here. You're you're a basketball coach. You had how many kids were at the last camp? There's 80, 80, what, 80? Uh, 86 right today. What's your website by the way, man? Scorebball.com. So Scorebball.com. People go there. They want to learn how to you know take their kids' basketball game to the next level. For a guy like Coach, he's got a business. Coach, how long have you been coaching uh, basketball? For for several weeks, several 23 years. years. 23 years. 23 years. Okay. Whoa, 23. Nice. Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Bam. Now, wow. for a guy like Coach Calvert, whose business is growing, expanding, from your perspective, Chris, how much money should he be setting aside into something that's not related to his business? Some kind of savings, some kind of investment tool. Uh, what do you think? What, what would be your answer? 10% right off the top. 10%. And uh, Dr. Z, you're, you're an entrepreneur. You're uh, yes. you're not a financial planner. No. Do you think ten percent makes sense? Do you think five percent, one hundred and seven percent? What? How much do you think <laughs> that he should be setting aside of his profits for investing you know, outside of that in- individual business? Yeah, I think ten percent is a good number. I mean, I think that you know, a healthy business, obviously, and one that's making money. And I I love the definition of financial success, and that is a person living below their means. Oof. So you may say to yourself, well, when I get to where I'm making 200000 a year, then I can start saving. Then Absolutely. I can start because, you know, yeah. but what happens is I know so many people that you fill in the blank of how much they make. I mean, it could be anywhere from 50000 to a million dollars oh, yeah. a year, right? And they're all kind of paycheck to paycheck. Well, Patrick, Patrick Ewing testified because he was trying to get the NBA to raise the salary because he said that when players are injured or are not dressing out, it was unfair to make the players wear suits. And his argument was, he says, we make a lot, but we spend, spend a, a lot, lot, too. Yeah. <laughs> that was his argument. And yeah. then Latrell Sprewell's like, yeah, absolutely, man. I spent like $80 million, man. I'm out of money, man. So, I mean, so, <laughs> and now, Coach Calvert, what question would you have for Chris? You know, because you, you obviously have built your business successfully. And, you know, you're a guy growing your company, growing your worth, growing your value. What questions would you have? What, what hard questions would you have? Because we know the FDIC is going to insure up to 250 But what tough question would you have for Chris about, you know, planning out your financial future outside of Scorby Ball? The, it's really not a hard question. It's somebody like me who's, you know, you're trying to get your business going, you're trying to get it started, and do I wait a year? Do I wait two years? Uh, I've talked to 10 financial planners. How do I know who to trust? And they all tell me something different. Well, I tell you, that's a good question. I, I deal with people all the time, I and mean, there's a lot of good financial planners out there. There really are. I think one that's going to give you an objective opinion is, is a real good one. 
um, someone who's not going to pressure you into doing something because typically they say, oh, I've got this great stock, I've got this great this, a great great that. Next thing you know, it falls on its nose. Like, oh, you know what? That, that didn't work out. But hey, hey, I got this other one. Dr. Z, I, I got this unbelievable stock. If you can call me back, I just got a unbelievable <laughs> it's a hot stock. I would, it's like what we would call a penny stock, but it is, I, for, for thousands, you can get millions of the penny stocks. Dr. Z. I tell you what, I got a stock. This is it's a, it's a no brainer. It's guaranteed to win. It's absolutely. I'm going to make you an offer as your financial planner that you can't refuse. Why do you always carry around that lead pipe? Always it just kiss the ring, number one. Just kiss, kiss the ring, baby. <laughs> hey, I have a question. Since did you put the horse head in my bed? Was that you? Well, you know, next time you'll say yes a little sooner. See, the show's about saying no. So when you say no to me, I gotta show you that you gotta say yes. I just want some protection on the block. Wants a protection. <laughs> okay, so you're saying if a financial planner puts a horse head in your bed and carries a lead pipe and has the magic penny stock, that's maybe not the move. Maybe not the. I don't know, I, Chris. I don't want. To speak. I'm not no, a financial no, planner. We don't know. Not, we don't know. We don't know what we don't know. I, oh. think, I think you do. You just don't know that you don't know. So this book you're giving away. How do people get it? Safe money. Where do they get this? Just book? call us at nine one eight five nine one two eight eight zero. If I was, uh, you know, analyzing the baked beans I've just purchased at uh, Oklahoma Joe's, maybe I didn't write the number down. Can you give it to me a couple more times so I have a chance sure. to write it down? 918-918-918. First of all, we're in Tulsa. 918. Centrally located in the United States. Okay, go. 918-591-2880. <sighs> Blowing my mind. And one more time. I'm so sorry. A lot of numbers. Emotionally, one more time. A lot right? of numbers coming in hot. Coming know. hot. 918 591 2880. Just ask for the safe money book that we talked about on the radio. We'll get you a copy. Okay. Now, this next thing is what does the FDIC not insure? You know, what are, they, what are these guys not insure? Okay. I'm going to read, you off, read you off some things here investments and in stocks, gold, silver, precious metals, annuities, life insurance products. If purchased, even if purchased at an insured bank, treasury bills, safe deposit boxes, my massive investment in smoothies. I don't know who wrote that. But <laughs> okay, so they don't, they don't insure certain things. Uh, so how does that impact what you invest in there? Let's go with you, Captain Chris. Well, one big thing when I brought up arbitrage is let's just say you have a million dollars. You dump a million dollars into a bank. They're not going to give you the rate of return that you can get outside of a banking institution. Um, it's a fact that in 2008, 4,500 banks went under. Okay, Zohan. Now oh, you, wait now, a second. You're did, talking about... Didn't you invest in a bank around 2008, my friend? Yeah. Didn't was you the, look for the, the it, bottom of the barrel and I, the, the, I, the, the market and then I, you went I for it? I looked for the worst time ever to make an investment into financial institutions. I'm just seriously. The, didn't you... The, wasn't it the absolute worst yeah, time? Yeah, a group of us went together and we bought Regent Bank. Regent uh, Bank. Regent Bank. Bank. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, that's a great theme song, by the way. That's one of your hot... You were very creative. I just want to say, not only are you the world's best business coach... You could be the best jingle writer. You won't writer. find suckers in the lobby of Regent Bank. Regent Bank. Regent Bank. It sounds a lot like Purple Rain, but it's not. It's not. It's, it's uh, you know, I'm, because the thing, Purple Rain is, uh-uh-uh-uh. It's a different syncopation. It's a, it's a different And what you and slightly. I do where we take where one could find harmony, we don't find that harmony. No, and no, not at all. We find a different level. Yes. Of, <laughs> it's a spiritual. So therefore, yeah. I mean, wow. Prince's song is much different than that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just drivers even thinking of Prince. No, no, the thing about it is, so what you're promoting is what just going out on the street. I mean, just putting it on the street. You know, you know how many points you put on the street. I mean, here we get back to you got to carry a lead pipe and you're just right. like, hey, <laughs> hey, you, 
I, I tell you what, I, I love you. I know the Patriots are starting at Mandela this weekend. Yeah, I'll send Guido. Football. Oh, you got you got to hire a guy named Guido to go collect for you. I mean, when you say right. don't, you know, uh, you can make more money by not putting it in the bank. If I'm listening, I'm a real business what you, owner. What should I do? What should I do? Chris, help you go us. To, you're promoting going to Vegas. Put it all on red. Put it all on red. Right. Put it all on red. Yeah. Consistency is the key, and something that's going to be conservative growth. Okay. Okay. So your main part of your investment, whether it be real estate, whether it be stocks, bonds, mutual funds whether it be in an annuity, whether it be in a life insurance policy, whether it be in a life insurance company, wherever you're buying those, they should be have a, have a consistent conservative growth, growth pattern. Now, typically what I suggest is those that can take advantage of those market increases but not have to take advantage of the market decreases. Uh, below zero, so you don't want to. You don't want to go in the negative. So you oh, avoid those. Oh, you, you can can't. you can have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. How is that possible? It's magic. <laughs> now we come back, Thrive Nation. Uh, Coach Calvert and I are going to be asking some Chris some in, in pretty intense questions. The questions they make me feel very uncomfortable. We're going to attack him. We're going to hit him hard with the, with the tough questions. I want to get back to this magic. I'm, I'm going to. I mean, I think his name could be David Copperfield. Is your last name? Is your Chris Copperfield? Is that is that who you are? Are you talking about this magic? How I can nobody. He take advantage awesome. of all the ups, and I don't have to worry about the downs. We're going to get into financial magic. We're going to interrogate you. It's going to be crazy. We're going to need some duct tape, one singular light bulb, a room with no decor. Sounds secret. Sounds very secretive. A room that can be locked where you can't get out yeah, from the inside. Bailing wire. Yeah. Oh. wire. Love it. I love uh, it. Just a kind of a, a, a lead pipe, an aluminum and, and bat. Chicken feed, because we don't want any chickens to starve. Chicken feed. There's just a lot of things we're going to have. Stay tuned. It's the Thrive Time Show. We're going to be interrogating Chris Bryan with Anchor Financial. You still have time to go to Oklahoma Joe's, and perhaps there you can meet a business coach. Curious to see you here, Dr. Zellner. Curious to be here, Clayton Clark. You've just returned from your incredible trip to Washington, D.C. Were you? What were you doing there, my friend? Top secret covert things, Clay Clark. Give us the information, Dr. Zellner. I cannot have to hurt you, Clay. Okay, all right. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show. My name is Clay Clark. Dr. Robert Zellner just returned from his mystical mission to Washington, D.C., where he apparently... See, this is, this is what's going on. Uh, the, the, the politicians at the highest levels, the, at the highest levels. The highest. The highest there's, there's lower levels, you know. Yeah, there's, there's the mid... The highest. Like low, the meta level. Like, it, like for me, I was the uh, secretary of the Homeowners Association through default. I ended up getting... People were through leaving, you know, through attrition. I ended up becoming the president. That's the lowest level. But at the highest level... People are saying, the government's saying, we need to send somebody to North Korea. we need, we got to send somebody who can really connect with a dictator who's delusional, who believes that he is the supreme leader. We've got to send in our best. Our A-team. Our A-team. And they say, is Dr. Robert Zellner available? No. Is Coach Calvert available? No. no. Is the financial planning guru, Chris Bryant, available? No, no, no. But you know who we have available? He is truly above all these other people. He is meta. He is above. He is... Dennis Rodman. Oh my gosh, that, that how, how does, does that, does that get, happen? How does that how did that happen? Did Kim Jong Young just call him up and say, "Hey, bro, come and and it, and dunk dunk." I mean, what? what here how are they hook here up? are questions that I would ask, and then we will get off the political trail. These are questions I would ask on today's Business Coach Radio Show. If Coach Calvert, if you think about your dear friends, okay, and you're like you think, Chris, think about your dear dear friends here. And you, you're thinking about adding a new friend. You know, you go to church, you go somewhere, you've met somebody at the Lions Club, at a, at a fancy bowling alley somewhere, and you say, so what do you do? And they say, well, what I do is I pillage and rape my people. I mean, physically I do. I rape a lot of people. I pillage.
village, typically. And when young women get to a certain age, I just kill them. And I typically beat up Americans and leave them in a coma state. And I send them back home. And I fire off missiles occasionally. And I do believe that I am the supreme leader. And everyone has to have a photo of me in their home and bow down to me. But that's, that's, and then you say, I think I'll invite you into my circle of trust. I'm a former NBA player. We have a lot in common. Let's get together and sure. practice exhibition basketball. I'm a six foot eight black man with a lot of tats and piercings. How does that happen? You're How like does a five happen? foot four, I mean, you know, he's Korean dude. a crazy dude. guy, but Coach Calvin, under what circumstance would you let the Supreme Leader, Kim Jong-un, become your buddy? I mean, how does that happen? I always knew he was crazy, but I didn't know he was that crazy. Would you let him come to one of your coaching clinics? Because obviously, I guess Dennis is over there. Now, did you ever coach Dennis, by the way? Dennis, no. Mr. Rodman? No. Okay, because he's kind of from or this part of the world. Oklahoma you know? State or something Southwest. like that. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so you didn't do that, and you wouldn't let Kim Jong Young come to one of your clinics. You really? No. You'd be that. You'd say no. No. He's the one guy. The one coach has a sign up <laughs> on the door that says, "For repeated dictators known to kill." And plunder their own people, you cannot get in. I did go watch the Bulls play, and I took my son. <laughs> we got to sit on the front row. Yeah. And during that game, uh, he did get kicked out. Rodman? Rodman? Yep. He threw his jersey up to a lady that was screaming up in the stands, and he took care of her. Unbelievable. Now, Chris, would you ever befriend Kim Jong-un? I mean, if you have the chance where he says, hey, man, here's the deal. I've been thinking online. You're a great financial planner, you know, and I, I'm a dictator. I do kill and rape and plunder. I know that's in the, that's in the past, though. This week, <laughs> I'm only going to kill. Yeah, fortunately, I, I'm in an industry that's kind of uh, overseen quite a bit. So, yeah, mm. no. <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand how that happens. So, okay, we're talking today about financial planning, helping you plan your financial future. And we're going off of the premise that you're a business owner or you want to be, and you have a little bit of extra cash. And so, Chris, I'm going to ask you some tough, hard-hitting questions here. Coach Calvert and I are going to hammer you. So if I'm listening right now and I have, let's say, an extra $500 a month to invest in something, what should I invest it in, my friend? You know, typically what you want to do, again, stay inside your wheelhouse. But it doesn't mean you don't try to learn other things, but, but actually engage people who know what they're talking about, people who have been in business for a long time, that have a lot of clients that are very happy. Mm. Um, I don't ever get clients calling my office saying, you lost all my money. It doesn't happen because I don't lose my clients' money. How do you not lose their money? Because I have guarantees in place. They're contracted guarantee guarantees with deposits. Not so much. We back to the magic act again. The magic. The magic. Hey, act. Explain that a little bit. We want to go behind the screen. We don't want to just see you cut the person in half. Take us in North Korea. Pull Take out, us into North pull Korea. Pull out the brown rabbit out of the hat. Nice. You know? Take yeah. out the brown rabbit. So right, right behind the the curtain to see Oz. Okay. Basically, uh, let's talk about indexing. Okay. We've talked a little bit about indexing before. Indexing is really where the stock market starts the, the beginning of the year to where it ends at the end of the year. If it goes up, you get credited to your account. If it goes down, we exercise our rights not to buy options, okay, or, or exercise our rights to our options within our plan. So you're kind of like an Indian giver, huh? Yeah, a little bit. But okay. the oh. good thing is, is we're not giving any money to the market when it goes down. Now, we give up we a little bit on the money. top side. So let's just say we have uh, a 50% gain in the stock market. We may only get 14 15% of that. However... Oh. We don't see any of the loss when it goes down. So Coach Calvert, you hammer him. You just hammer any of those tough, those are tough interrogation questions. That kind of don't give him the softballs no where like softballs. Dennis Rodman saying to Kim Jong Un, like, "So man, what makes you so awesome?" You know, don't <laughs> no, no softballs. I mean, ask him the tough, hard hitting questions that Kim Jong Un is not being asked right now by Dennis Rodman. Well, the new thing has been that you know you can do this kind of financial planning without fees. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so the new thing over the last. 10 years or so has been do it this way and you don't have to pay all the fees. 
why would I go with somebody like you who's going to charge me fees? And oh, charge me all that money good question. And Tough question. It's coming in hot. Good question. Number one, I don't work on fees. So it's much less what you're talking about. This new, okay. uh, The Department of Labor just came out with a new ruling, and uh, a lot of that stuff uh, affects my industry. And a lot of those guys are starting to, to have to show what they now, – now, security advisors, they have to show exactly what they earn. And, you know, you're paying your guy 4 or 5% sometimes in some cases, which is crazy. I, I get paid one time. When somebody mm. invests something, one time I work heavily on referrals after that, which is great because people see the returns. They're like, "Yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to refer this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy," which is great because referrals are the best possible thing you can get. As you know, uh, when we're talking to business guys out here, I want to own business uh, people, so those guys are, understand the power of that referral. So we don't do management fees. We specifically have a, a, a contract that we put in place. We get paid on that contract, and we're done. So now, every year, I'm going to do a, uh, a, a basically an evaluation. It's how are we doing? What do we need to do? What do we need to change? But that's at no cost. Now, I want to ask you this question, Coach. Let's say that I have a kid. He's probably 7th grade, 8th grade. And I believe he might be good enough to get a scholarship. Right now, he's still starting 5. And we've been told he's good, but he's not great yet. He's good, but he's not great yet. You know, And I want to invest, invest in his future. I w- in fact, I want to invest in my future. I want, to, I, want to, I want college to cost less money because I want my kid to get a scholarship. What can you do for me over there at Score B-Ball, my friend? Well, I was talking to a guy this morning who I helped his son get a scholarship, and he was telling me that every year he was so excited because $35,000 were written off. Oh. So he saved about 145000 Do you still charge 35000 a year for your basketball camps, or no, how much are they? Not even close to that. One of the things we do that's really good is we'll take a 7th or 8th grader, and we'll break him down where if you want to – first thing I find out <laughs> you is bra- – You just break him. Oh, uh, yeah. Break him. Break him. We'll break slap him, him around and well, curse Like a out. wild horse. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out, does he really want to play college basketball? Because everybody says that. But do they really want to put the time and effort involved? And then from that – you have help them to understand what the skill sets they need, what position they're going to have to play. So you really come up with a plan for what you're going to do the next number of years. Yeah, you know, there's a kid that actually was a Bishop Kelly. I want to say he was maybe a seventh or eighth grader when I first saw you coaching him, and he couldn't crack the starting five. And I believe he went on to be a starter his final two years there at Bishop Kelly. And it's just neat to see the progression. And so whether you're talking about investing in your business or your financial future or even the basketball career of your young kid, you want to stay tuned because today we are talking all about investing in your future right here on the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And you have just enough time to run over to Oklahoma Joe's and to grab some baked beans. I'm a business coach. Maybe you are too. Stay tuned. They played me on the radio and everything was changing so I thought I was all the way grown. But I can still remember in that cold November when I realized I'm all alone. But in times of trouble I can turn to my mother and I know that she gon' understand. So at age 22, I cried to my mother and she told me, young man. There are moments when you fall to the ground, but you are stronger than you feel you are now. You don't always have to speak so loud. See, you know, I, one of the things I love about this Mike Posner album is he explains how he gets uh, to be a famous person. He's writing music for Justin Bieber and, and uh, Labyrinth and these big stars, and he's, yeah. you know, pop pop artist. But he's like, he felt like he was... Exiled, almost like he just wasn't qualified to be successful, like he didn't know what he was doing, he's around the wrong people. And I think that's one of the things a lot of people reach out to us for as a business, you know, from a business coaching perspective. They're like, sure. you don't understand, man. I'm the head of my business. There's 16, 20 employees. Yeah. And you have no idea how I feel. Like you couldn't, you know what I mean? People can't relate to me. 
Right. You've it, never owned a business that deals in XYZ also. That's another thing. It's kind of like that. You're there on this island of uniqueness, they feel like, that no one can ever feel like what it's to be in their shoes. And that's the, the, the cathartic thing I enjoy so much about our workshops. As we had the last workshop, we had a guy who was one of the largest home builders in Oklahoma and Texas, right, right in the workshop, sitting next to a guy who's a startup of a pest control company. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, that's the thing about it is in the steps to success, the pathway to success is the same. It's the same. It doesn't matter where you where you came from, but it matters where you're going. And so you have to know your aim and your mission to find that ambition. To get that motivation, you got to know your destination. You've got to do it. And so Chris Bryan, if I'm listening right now and I'm, you know, going, "Okay, you're a financial planner, you're a consultant, you help people be more successful." You don't understand like I have nothing saved. And I'm 41. And you kind of on the phone, there you go, thank you for calling Anchor Financial. How can I help you? And you go, I'm 41, and I'm calling from an unidentified phone number. <laughs> and you almost feel like a, you, you get the sense, though, that yeah. they don't want to disclose maybe how bad it is. Yeah. Encourage us. What, what are the steps I should take here? Tell me about this book you're giving away, and what steps should I take? Well, call us and get the book, number one. But what we can do is ask a few short questions to kind of see where you're at. And we can actually see how much you can actually set aside every month. Uh, and what you're willing to do. Now, I will tell you, if you're 41, you're 45, you're 55. 87. You know, 87's a little too late. Uh, um, what? I'm sorry. What? 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 Sorry. You're never too late to save for the future. Yeah, you, you can save in the savings account. Typically, uh, you know, go open a Scott Trade account and try your luck. But the biggest thing is starting early. And if, you're, and if you wait too long, it is too late. The two biggest things... That I hate to get the two callers. You know, we have a radio show here on 1170. What, what, when are you guys on, on, by the way? Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. Oh. And uh, the good thing is, is those callers that call into that radio station are just like, okay, you know, I'm 75 years old. I'm running out of money. What do I do? I, I was calling because I, uh, I found your phone number, and I wanted to know uh, two, <laughs> two questions. What is the fax number that I could fax you my information at? And the second <laughs> question is, do you have to be on the Internet to make my iPhone work? <laughs> That's yeah. what I want to know, right. Chris Bryan. Yeah, well, I, I tell you, they're really the two, the, the two biggest ones, 75, I'm out of money, 55, and I've not started saving for retirement. I can't find my pants. What advice do you have? Two hated <laughs> questions I hear. Uh, however, there are some things that we can do, but you're going to have to be aggressive. You're going to have to make sacrifices. I'm you a might, tiger. I'm a you tiger. You might have to sell the Lamborghini. You know? Oh, no, no. Yeah, you no. might have to oh, sell no. the Lamborghini no, no, and gosh. actually start putting something that's actually no. not going to depreciate. you gotta cu- <laughs> you got to cut down on the perms you're getting. Right, yeah, the perms have got it back <laughs> this on. Is why, this is why financial planners are in the same category as insurance, insurance guys and HR, and HR departments. Yeah, it's like having your heads of straight. HR. Yeah, these are, these are why you don't get invited over to the cocktail parties. <laughs> now, Coach Calvert, you know. Coach Calvert, if I'm listening right now and I feel like I don't have what it takes to start a business. I've got a great idea. Let's say I'm really, really good at uh, carving trees. There's a guy in Utica. Seriously, Utica Square. He takes these, whenever a a storm knocks down a tree, he carves them into these unbelievably detailed uh, uh, carvings. Just unbelievable. He's got a legendary. People like want to get him to carve their trees. And let's say I'm I'm good at carving trees or I'm good at painting or I'm good at photography. Coach, what advice would you have for somebody who feels like they don't have what it takes, though, to transmute that into a business? Because you've done it. You bridge the divide. If I have a core skill and I'm going, I don't know if I have what it takes to become a successful business owner like you, Coach Calvert, uh, what, what advice would you have? Well, the first, I just talked to a friend who uh, was working at Spirit Bank and mm. started his own tree uh, trimming business. Mm. And I was very proud of him. He worked his tail off. 
but he didn't want to work for a company anymore. And so he's not that young either. He's probably 35. 35, okay. Yeah, and so the first thing I w- would do is, and the same thing that I did was, I wrote down whether I could really make it doing basketball lessons. So I came up with a plan of how many kids I needed, how much money I was going to have to earn, what I needed to charge, whether I could afford, you know, just did a whole budget thing. That's the first thing I did. And then the second thing is I started looking at other companies and started cheating and cheating off of them and stealing their ideas and, you know, not redoing the wheel, but uh, using as much information from other people as I could. Dr. Z, what advice would you have for the thrivers out there who feel like, you know, I want to start a business? I mean, Forbes has said 57% of the people in America want to start a successful company. You've done it many times, and somebody's kind of, they're dipping their toe in the water. They're going, I think I want to do it. I think I want to do it. And you're going, just ask her out. Just do Just it. Just walk across Just the gymnasium and do it. Over there. And they're, they're picking up the phone. Boop, 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 boop. And they're hanging up, Z. They're calling. Boop, 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 boop. And then she's going, hello? And you're going, boop, boop, boop. And you, just, you keep hanging up. You, you, Z, what would you say? Oh, wow. I'd say it's the last dance Come at on the now. middle school howdy dance. Fog machine. <laughs> Punch bowl's about empty. Parents are going to be picking you up here in 15 minutes, kids. Sure, we're going to grab the West, door, the West Door for parent pickups whenever this last song. Final drawing of the 50-50 raffle will be coming up here in 15 minutes. Last song, kids. Uh, thanks for letting me come out and DJ your, your dance tonight. Per slice pizza will be available. Two two slices left after the song. Last hey, song guys. of the night. You guys are making my palms sweat. Just oh. that right there. <laughs> oh, what would you do? What advice? You gotta do, well, here's the advice you have to do. Other than coach saying go do corporate, I mean corporate espionage. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. that's the move where you just go and steal the that's idea. I, lo- I love that. You find someone else's parade, get out in front of it like it's your parade. <laughs> do, 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 do. Wow, look at coach's parade. That's an impressive parade. Here's what you do. First of all, you get on thrive15.com. And oh, say for a dollar. A dollar? A what? A doll hair? A dollar. How are you saying that? It's the world's best. It's a doll. doll wait, no, it's Dulaire. 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 Oh, nice. I get it now. It makes sense. It's French. It's Dulaire. <laughs> it doesn't make a sense to me. It doesn't make a sense. It make a sense to me. I don't know why I'm speaking in Italian. You're talking about a French. It's spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, nice. Um, you can't buy it for a dollar anyway. You have a nice looking head there. You're Thank you. Like, I like your face. So you can thrive15.com. It's the world's best business school without the BS. And on there we have we've we've assembled a crack team of business coaches for you. All right, right. And you can get on there and kind of play around a little bit. And that is what to do, how to do it, coach you up. Now you may say, "I want more." I, I want, want more. more. I want more. I want more. But we have in-person workshops. July's all booked. It, well, the June's all booked. July, we I mean, still have a couple. Oh, we still have a couple we in July. Still have a couple availabilities in in July. We still can get you in for July. And you can go to thrivetimeshow.com True and that. get. All your questions answered. We have all the, the top. And if you have any that aren't answered on there, you can email us in. We'll be more than happy. Call us. Hey, we actually answered the phone. Crazy deal. Is that a crazy deal? What? What? So weird. I know. It is weird. A real person, in fact. Why are we whispering? Why? Why are you saying that? So thrivetimeshow.com. And on there, we also have all these shows. We have about 200 of them now. Put on this podcast. So you can subscribe to the podcast. Doot, 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 doot. You can actually send it to a friend. You may have a friend in Ohio. 
For instance, you might have a friend who is an idiot, and you could send him the podcast (laughs) on how not to be an idiot. And you could say, (laughs) hey, Darren, I was thinking about you You, in this this podcast. podcast. It's a passive-aggressive thing, how not to be an idiot. It's a move. And you're like, this is perfect for you. it's perfect for you. No, but seriously, you can share great business advice with friends and family. Right, because you may know somebody out there who's doing it or going a little bit ahead of you on the deal. And we've got now, in over 50 countries, people downloading the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, it's thousands and thousands of humans. The third move is we have one-on-one one business coaching. So if you need a business coach, and when I say business coach, I mean from the root word business coach. If you're looking for someone to coach, you just said it the same way twice. No, but the thing is, we will teach you specifically the moves. We have a 13, 13 steps, proven systems, proven steps. You can get those. And real quick, little little kind of a bonus. You're giving away a free book today, Chris, for all the listeners. Is that right? What's, yes, what's the book and where can I get it? Safe Money. Safe Money book. This is going to teach you some of the basics. Uh, basically, you can just give, it a, give us a call. You can go to the website, which is myanchorgroup.com, mm. or you can give us a call, 918-591-2880. And, see, the final step that all the Thrivers can take there is you can decide to take some kind of action. You can just decide, that, you know what? Thomas Edison was right when he said that vision without execution is hallucination. You True. can decide that True. I have to do something. Because, see, rumor has it if you do nothing, you know, nothing can typically change except for you get older. I mean, by default, if you, if you don't make any progressive, uh, proactive changes, intentional steps, by default, you just actually get worse. Right. And insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different you know, result. And so if you are not getting the results you want, I would humbly suggest doing something different differently than you're currently doing. And we have our, our in-person workshops. They're now super affordable. So if you can't afford the $500 ticket price, you now can. We have a scholarship available. Nobody's ever been turned down because they can't afford it. My name is Clay Clark. That's Dr. Robert Zellner. He's a beautiful man, a great American. He is back now from Washington, D.C. And Z, we always like to end this show with a big bang here. My friend, are you ready? I'm always ready. You know, I love business coach. I love business coaches. I love business coaching. And here we go. Three. Two, one, boom! This is what the Lord wants me to do. In my heart, I just believe that there's no proof. I think about the chorus, the melody's important, but nothing sounds sweeter than the truth. I used to sip the whiskey and hit the bong. Uh-oh. Oh, what? <laughs> I gave that up now, all my friends are gone. And my folks don't understand. I ain't no macho man. But I know how to write one hell of a song. Oh, big shout out to Mike Posner, his newest album there called At Night Alone. Love the song. And the, the concept, I wanted, to, I wanted to kind of tee that up for you, is we, Dr. Zellner and I, we do not care where you came from. It's all about where you're going. Bingo. And so many people listen to this show and they go, you don't understand. I'm 40-ish and I've never had success. I, 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 in my 30s, I've never had success. You, you guys don't understand it. So I want to get into the story real quick behind Score Basketball because this is a fabulous story. Coach, how old were you when you started coaching basketball as a paid thing, because you you played at the, at the Division One level, you played at OU, you did very well in high school. When did it become a job for you, a full time career, coaching basketball? Really, I didn't start my business till I was thirty five. Thirty five? 
35. So you're 35 years old. And, Coach, I'm sorry, we have the most sensitive microphones in the whole world. So you seem to have to eat that microphone like 35. it's a passionate thing. So, so you're 35 years old. Did you ever think, like, man, I missed the boat? Maybe I'm 34 and the boat's already there's the boat. I missed the boat. Boop, boop. Oh, yeah. Like that? I was, I mean, 35 is old to start a business, I thought. And so when did you finally feel like you're in your stride? Where you felt like the business was consistently able to able to afford you, you know, some of the, the things that you wanted in life. And I'm not saying you, you're content as in like I no longer have goals, but you're content as in you're thankful, you're yeah, grateful. Yeah. When did you finally get to a point where you thought the business was where it needed to be? Yeah, after about five or six years, I was pretty content and things were going well. Okay, so five or six years in, mm-hmm. and so I want to ask I want to ask you this here: What would encouragement would you have for any of the thrivers out there that are going? You know, I'm 35. In my business, it's, I, I don't sell vacuums, but it sucks. I mean, I am not selling vac- I, I If I sold vacuums, I would want, Z, my business to suck like a hoover. But it, I don't sell vacuums. I'm not a Kirby distributor. This isn't a metaphorical thing. I really want my business not to suck. I just, what, what advice would you have there, uh, Coach, there? Well, first thing is, I mean, I pray a lot. And I knew I wasn't a business coach. I knew I could really coach basketball. That was my gift. Yep. So what I started doing is praying for somebody to help me in my business. I knew I wasn't doing my billing right. I knew I wasn't doing advertising right. I knew all those things needed to get better. And so a guy named Sutton put me in touch with you, and I started learning. The good thing about me was I will change, and I will do things differently. Now, I may be a little hard-headed. may take me a little while. You know, that, that Sutton connection is— I get it done. That Sutton connection was so interesting because it's Spirit Bank. You know, they would do business loans. You write a business loan, and then if a business doesn't perform, guess what happens? See, you're, you're, you're an investor yeah, in the bank. If, yeah. a, if you get a business loan mm-hmm. and you can't make the payments, what happens typically is in the banking world? Well, I mean, if they default on the loan, I mean, you just lose. It's a lose-lose, you know. So, so I got calls all the time from these banks going, hey, I got a client that, you know, has a business loan, and they're not going to probably they're – not, they're, not, they're, they're, they're servicing the loan, but barely. Their average account balance is low. Can you help? And so I'd go in there and fix the businesses and fix the businesses and fix the businesses and fix the bi- – and pretty soon Steve Sutton goes, here's a guy who's got a business that's already growing – could you could you maybe would you want to talk to coach and it was kind of a thing because that was what that's where Vanessa and I I call it deplaning where I realized I no longer want to travel because I was working with Hewlett Packard and O'Reilly's as a business coach working with big companies helping them get bigger you know Maytag University uh, Farmers Insurance and I was telling Vanessa I do not want to travel anymore I really just want to come home with the five kids and just be there so it was kind of like I was praying for you you were praying for me because it was honestly a thing where I was going. I just want to not work with clients who live in California. I almost wanted to go, thank you for calling uh, Make Your Life Epic Consulting. Where are you from? California. Oh, I'm not available. I almost wanted just all <laughs> Oklahomies. Right, right. And that was kind of a thing. And then, Z, you and I teamed up to grow Thrive Now, where we're coaching clients all over the world. I mean, success stories coming in from all over the planet. Z, what advice would you have for anybody listening right now who is not financially where they want to be? What would you say? What encouragement? Well, you got to get a business coach. You don't know what you don't know. If you want to get better in basketball, you get a basketball coach. Oh, oh that's a weird oh, concept. Wow, if that you is want, crazy. Oh, so stupid. If you want to get better in business, and that's what we're talking about, that's what this show's all about, then you need a business coach. And Clay and I are humbly submitting ourselves, this show and all the resources we have, to be your business coach. Because, you know, a lot of times in life, we do our in-person workshops. We go over our 13 proven steps. We go over all the practical steps, the, the pathway to go from where you are to where you want to be. And people go, I didn't know that. See, we have a caller that just called in here. Can I, go ahead and take, can, I, can I go ahead and take the call? Oh, yeah. Put it on the line. Go ahead, caller. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to know. Um, I've, I've, um, uh, don't like to learn from mentors. I prefer to learn from mistakes. I've been doing this for a long time, and at no point have I had any sustainable growth. But I ask people I know at the bar and family members, what advice would you have for me? Go ahead. And that's, and that's where a lot of people go for it. And they, they'll, they'll say, hey, I, I, I think I'm doing this right. You know, I mean, coach at least admitted goes, well, I wasn't doing. I mean, he went down the list. I mean. You know, I mean, I knew how to coach a kid in basketball. I knew how to, how to have him dribble left-handed. I mean, I knew how to do the things, you know, in, in coaching a kid in basketball. He knew but the I moves. Did, I didn't know all the moves for business. So you got to get a business coach. And I, just like Clay said, a lot of times we go to Uncle Billy. We go to Aunt Matilda I remember, to do our logo. We I remember go to, specifically talking to a family member who I'm going to modify the voice a little bit here so I don't give it away who it is. But he, oh, that's always a good, good idea. No, because I'm, grow, I'm growing the DJ company. And he goes... Well, I, I tell you, um, when you're going to grow it, I mean, the big thing is to focus on growth. You know, you want to be, you want to leverage it. Now, you want to leverage, and there's good debt, and there's bad debt, and I look at good debt as is a good thing, and you need to look I'll into take, that. And I'll I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, there's no <laughs> advice at all. But here he was chastising me, yeah, for in like slow motion, talking slow about good debt, bad debt. He well, read apparently the cover of four or five Donald sure. Trump books, and so sure, he just decided to <laughs> read those. Two. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you just kind of visualize it. You got to, you got to. We was on TED Talks last night. You got to visualize it. You know, and I was in Colorado with my buddies. We weren't partaking, but the smoke might have, you know, infiltrated. And we were watching TED Talks, and I've got these three keys to sixty-seven steps. Now we have a financial coach on the show. Financial planner, Chris Bryant. Chris, if I'm listening right now and I'm in the financial toilet, I make it a lot, spend it a lot. How can you help me? Tell me about this book you're giving away. Help me, man. Help me help the people. Well, you know, just Coach and I talking here just a minute ago, talking about, uh, you know, who do you trust? Who do you trust uh, to, to handle your finances? And, and just like you brought up a very good point. I mean, you, you know, you're going to have advice from all different directions. And look at the seed that the, and, and the harvest that they actually have in their life. And actually see, okay, where where are they at here? Are they walking the walk? Are they actually, you know, you know, squandering all the money they make, or are they even making any money? They're just looking for the next big whale or something. I talked to a person who wanted to be a thriver this week, who's not a thriver this week, and it was an interesting conversation because he wanted to know how how whether whether our coaching program was focused more on quality or quantity in terms of with the customers. He says, do you want your customers to focus more on quality? See, this is a true story. Yeah. He wanted to know whether we wanted our clients to focus more on quality or quantity. And I explained to him, I said, hey, you know, Southwest Airlines, you know, the more planes they put in the air, the quality actually has to get higher. Because if not, they would have more crashes. You know, Disney World has a million guests per week, the most of any place, but their quality standards One are the highest. Million. And he's like, yeah, but I wanted to know, you know, do you guys focus more on quality or quantity? He just couldn't get past that idea. So when we come back, Z, I want you to kind of coach us on this quality and quantity idea. And I also want to have Chris kind of coach us a little bit more on this financial planning concept. Because a lot of people are just financially at the end of the month going, what happened to my money? They're not making a plan. And if you keep doing that, pretty soon you're 40. You're 50, you know, you're 60. Pretty soon you're eating, a, you know, Jell-O in a, in a government nursing facility while sharing a room with a guy named Bernie. You don't want that to happen to you, Z. You don't want to share the room with a guy named Bernie sharing that government Jell-O. No, I, I like Jell-O, <laughs> but I don't like government Jell-O. My name is Clay Clark. I'm a business coach. That's Dr. Zellner. He's an optometrist. Stay tuned. It's the Thrive Time Show.